Now that it is starting to warm up outside, I feel like these warmer, sunnier days, they're just like calling to me. I want to be outside. I want to be busy. I want to be doing things. And I am so glad that when I'm feeling that energy and I want to go and do that I have factor right there in my fridge so that I don't have to worry about tons of prep for food, big messy meals. I don't have to think about like, oh, what am I going to feed myself this week. It's all done for me with Factor. And thanks to Factor's fresh, never frozen meals that are dietitian approved, they're just ready to eat in two minutes. So no matter how busy I get, no matter what the kids have going on, no matter what is on the calendar this spring and summer, I have nutritious, great tasting meals ready to go. And with over 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. I've been loving those add-ons personally. Like you have everything from breakfast to dessert and you can stay fueled with these easy nutritious options you all know my husband likes to take them into the hospital i like them for those busy days where i'm on the go with the kids and i can treat myself to these restaurant quality meals in just two minutes and we're talking really great ingredients here like blackened salmon yes please and all of that without shopping prepping cooking or cleaning up so head to factormeals.com in minutes 50 and use code in minutes 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20 percent off your next month that's code in minutes 50 at factormeals.com slash in minutes 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Mindful in Minutes podcast. I'm Kelly, and today we are going to be talking about unpleasant feelings. <laughs> Doesn't that just sound like a blast? Like such a great way to spend your day talking about some unpleasant uh, feelings. But I promise there is more to it than just unpleasant feelings. Um, this is a topic that I've been wanting to talk about for a while because it comes up a lot when I work individually with students or when I'm on retreats or even in the meditation accelerator. So I guess what I'm saying is it just, it comes up everywhere, which is what is like, what do you do if you have uncomfortable or unpleasant emotions and or feelings come up during a meditation? Or what do you do when you try to meditate and it doesn't feel good? Or things are hard and those thoughts that maybe you don't like or that you struggle with are popping up in your mind when you're meditating? What do you do then should you not meditate should you you know do a certain kind of meditation like what do you do when things are tough and what do you do when meditation doesn't feel good and i really want to dive into this topic it's one that i wanted to and that i have wanted to talk about for a while but i wasn't quite sure I guess what avenue to go down. And originally, this episode was going to be about dealing with disappointment because the meditation that I will be sharing this weekend is one to help you accept and deal with disappointment. And that's also a topic that I get a lot of requests about of people wanting a meditation to help them with disappointment and when they feel disappointed. And I started writing these notes because you know that I need to have some good 
notes. Otherwise, I will get sidetracked. I mean, I get sidetracked anyways with notes. So just imagine, friends, if I didn't have any notes, uh, it'd be like, how did we get here? Where where are we? How did we get here? So I sat down. I was writing some notes about what I wanted to explore when dealing with this topic of disappointment. But then I realized, I was like, no, this is so much bigger than just disappointment. This idea, these, this topic that I want to explore, it's relevant for any time that you're going through something tough or unpleasant. Or even if you're just starting on your meditation journey and you're like, wait a minute, this doesn't feel good. Or I don't like where my mind is going and what I'm feeling right now, which is so, so common. I hear from a lot of you like in my DMs or via email. And like I said, it comes up all the time when I work individually with students or on retreats or in the meditation accelerator. We did an entire day around sitting with the uncomfortable, which is really what we're going to dive into today. And I hear from you guys, it's like sometimes I sit down to meditate and it doesn't feel good. I get uncomfortable. I start to feel anxious. I start thinking about this breakup that I'm going through or I just I feel things that I don't really want to feel. And I kind of sense collectively right now as a Mindful Minutes community, which I'm not biased at all, but in my personal opinion, is one of the most beautiful, wonderful communities that exist because all of you are just so honest and open and you're also just deeply supportive of me and the work that I do. So I feel like I haven't, you know, I could never say it enough, but I haven't said it for a while. So this community I am so grateful for, and I love all of you. And I just, I love talking to you and connecting with you and teaching you and even just, you know, chatting in the DMs or whatever. But I have felt collectively as a community that it seems like we're really going through something right now. And I don't know if it's some kind of like energetic shift or you know something in the stars or it's just the state of the world right now which is deeply deeply heavy and scary and to me feels broken and I'm recording this uh, a little bit before the release date um, so I can't even speak to what will be happening when this releases in a little bit but as of right now I just things are just scary and heavy and sad and harsh and it feels like they're broken and i've been getting more and more requests and that that's just how it feels in my heart but i've been getting a lot of requests and i i do often i apologize i'm not articulating myself well here with this particular point i hear from you guys a lot which i absolutely i love and i love when you guys give me you know, topic requests. And you say, hey, I'd love a meditation for this. I'd love a meditation for that. And I can't always pick the topics, but I I do always see a lot of commonalities between the topics that people are requesting. Even if they're slightly different topics, it's like the theme is similar or it has a similar sentiment. And I can get a feel for like what you all as a group are going through to a degree based on what topics you're requesting and what you want meditations or you want guidance or teaching on. And I've noticed a little bit of a shift in what, you know, I used to get a lot of requests for like self-care, morning affirmations, gratitude, self-love, and it shifted a little bit to some heavier topics. And I am totally okay with that. It is my firm belief that as a teacher, it's my job to meet my students where they are at. And it's my job to serve you as a student and 
to just give you the tools that you need for your journey, at least to the you know best of my ability in your meditation journey is, you know, if you want some meditation tools in your toolbox to help you deal with disappointment or anger or frustration or sadness or grief, I want to do the best that I can to help provide you with those tools. And I just noticed that there's a shift in what it seems like you all want some tools for and that it's it's moved away from some of these, I don't know, I don't want to call them like fun, but I don't know, like I would say it's, you know, a little more fun to do a uplifting practice with gratitude than to do a practice to move through grief. Not that one is more important than the other. One is more significant than the other, but the energy of them is a little bit different. But they are both parts of the human experience, both ends of the spectrum. We all, as human beings, we at times will have moments where we feel deeply grateful and there are times in which we will experience grief and hardship and dark times. And that is a part of the human experience. It's something that we will all experience in our life. And I just collectively, it seems like we've had a little bit of a shift from some of these lighter topics to some of the heavier ones. And so I felt like it was the right time to explore how to meditate when times are tough or when you are going through something or you're having a hard time or you're feeling frustrated or something unpleasant is coming up for you when you are meditating. So that's really what we're diving into today. And, you know, like I just said, life is not always rainbows and sunshine. In fact, it often isn't. And I think a common misconception is that if you meditate or practice mindfulness or any kind of mind-body practice, that you'll always be happy and that you'll never be affected by negativity or darkness or sadness or anything like that. And that's just not true. Meditation is a beautiful tool. And I firmly believe that connecting to your true self and living from this space is one of the secrets to living a joyful and fulfilling life. But that doesn't mean that you will no longer be a human being with feelings and living through the world and all that comes with the human experience, which includes tough times and sadness and tragedy and grief and discomfort, questioning yourself, questioning your beliefs, I mean, and everything in between. I am a meditation teacher and I still very much have a full range of feelings and experiences, you know, sometimes even in the same day. And I never want it to come across like meditation is some kind of, you know, magic cure where this you all of a sudden become like a happiness robot and the world will still turn even when you are meditating and when you're connected to your true self and meditation is a wonderful tool and it is a practice to help you take those tools and teachings and insights that you gain during your meditation and apply them to your everyday life. And if you can learn how to sit with the uncomfortable or be present with your feelings in a safe and controlled space like a meditation practice, it does make it more manageable and possibly easier to navigate out in your everyday life as you interact with the world. And life is made up of these highs and lows and everything in between and growing and changing and, you know, living on this earth is uncomfortable and the unknown is scary. And, well, you know, they say sometimes life isn't fair often, especially, you know, depending who you are, life isn't fair and it's not just. And some seasons of life are easier than others. And that's just a fact. But 
that doesn't mean that we should run from these things and that we should try to you know suppress all of these feelings and not do things because they feel uncomfortable or they're unpleasant and before I, I dive you know any deeper into this I want to do like little asterisks and a little caveat and that is what we're going to dive into what we're going to continue to talk about when we talk about sitting with the unpleasant or feeling your feelings I want to pause right here and say that if something that you're experiencing is like beyond just tough or unfair or uncomfortable or something that you feel like you no longer can manage on your own, please, please, please ask for help. Reach out to someone that you love or a professional. You know, I love some good therapy. I am in therapy. I highly recommend it. You know, no matter what you are going through right now today, Whatever it is that is happening in you today is today and tomorrow will be different and people love you even if it doesn't feel like it. And if you need or want help with what you're going through, please ask for it and know that I, even if you feel like no one in this world, and I know this is getting a little bit dark, but I just feel like I have to say this, even if you, if anyone listening right now feels like no one loves you and no one cares about you, know that that's not true because I love and I care about you. And, you know, I can do, I'm certainly not a mental health professional, but if you really feel like there's no one else that you can ask for help or you don't know where to turn or what resources are available to you, let me know because I do want to help you. I'm going to link to some in the show notes. Uh, so please feel free to look at the show notes. It'll be faster just to look at at those. But if you still, if you want help and you feel like you really don't have anyone else in your life that can help you, please reach out to me because, you know, I have had really dark days in my life. And I'm not just saying that just to say that. Um, I'm saying that because I mean it. And I really do. I love this community. And also, it's not just that I love this community, but I know that you all take care of one another, which I think is so special. And it like almost, it just, it makes me feel emotional thinking about it. And I just, I feel like before we get any, any further that if you feel like, you know, things are just more than what you can manage right now, please don't be afraid to ask for help. And if you if you feel like there's no one else that you can reach out to, reach out to me and I will do my absolute best to help you and get you resources and, you know, point you in, in a direction, um, you know, if, if you need help with that. So, you know, I apologize. Oh, this episode, it's, you know, I don't know, it's feeling a little bit heavier, a little bit darker, but I just, that's something that I just felt like I needed to share because there's been times in my life where, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't really feel like I had anyone when I sat, you know, when I really sat down and thought about it, I always did. I always did. I always had people that, you know, that loved me, but at times it's like, you can't see the forest from the trees. And when you're really deep in it, it doesn't always feel that way. So just in case anyone needed to hear that today and you feel like there's no one there, no one cares, no one can help you. I do care. And if I can help you, I will. Um, and also, you know, th therapy, 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 therapy. Um, it really is, you know, it's wonderful. It's helped me immensely. And if anyone has questions about that, I'm also happy to talk about that as well. So thank you for listening to my PSA about how much I love you. 
and how I love every single person that is listening to my voice right now. And the last thing that I will say, and then, you know, we are moving on to how this applies to your meditation practice, is just remember that we are all sharing this earth together and we have the power to make someone's day better but also to make someone's day worse and we're all sharing this you know this world together this planet our home together as humans and let's try to make a conscious effort to be kind to people and to be open-minded and to open our hearts and to recognize that we're just we're here on earth for a short amount of time sharing it with other people and you know let's try to impact this world positively and let's try to lift others up be a forklift you know lift people up let's try to be kind and do the best that we can with that so that is the end of my PSA about how much I love you and how kindness is free and it takes just as much effort to be a jerk as it does to be kind. So let's try to just be kind and help one another out and be there for one another. So, And if you need me in any way, I really genuinely do mean it. Please reach out because I or, you know, I have a very, very small team, but they're also, they're just so great. They're so great. Me or someone, you know, that I work with, we will try our best to help you in any way that we can. So how does this apply to your meditation? First, I firmly believe that you should meditate when things are tough. Just like I said at the top of the episode, meditation is a way for you to really feel and explore and navigate tough feelings in a controlled, safe space so that when you are out in the uncontrolled world, you have already practiced what to do and how to cope. So that's why we call it a practice. It's because we are practicing in our meditation for everyday life. In fact, I sometimes teach students or lead meditations that where I'll have them specifically sit with the uncomfortable or less pleasant feelings or challenges or tough emotions that they are experiencing for this very purpose. Now, the reason that I do this is not because I want to be a jerk or because I want to ruin people's days, but sometimes we need a little nudge to do the less fun, pleasant things. So I will from time to time give that nudge to my students. And what this might look like is potentially sitting with your anxiety. So let's say you sit in your meditation and when you begin to quiet your mind, you start to feel anxious. Something I hear from a lot of you, I've experienced it for myself too, they say quiet the mind and the soul shall speak, but you know, it's my belief that quiet the mind and everything will start to speak. Uh, it's like, okay, great. Thank goodness she's finally listening. Listening, and So then everything kind of comes flooding in to, you know, my mind and my body. And it's like, okay, finally Kelly's listening. Like, let's tell her everything. So when you sit and quiet the mind, stuff may come up for you. And your first natural inclination, of course, is to try to stop and to quickly be like, oh, no, I'm going to do something else. I'm going to switch gears. I'm going to do anything to get away from those feelings of anxiety. This is a natural coping mechanism. We are designed to survive and to protect, but sometimes we can't escape it. Sometimes we're in a meeting. Sometimes we feel anxious. Sometimes you're on an airplane and maybe you're like me and airplanes make you nervous and you can't escape it. 
So when we explore things like being able to sit and ultimately work through a state of anxiety in our meditation practice, then we're giving ourselves tools to be able to apply it to our everyday life. And the reason that I use anxiety in particular for this episode as an example is one, this is probably the most common uncomfortable feeling I hear from all of you where you say, I try to, you know, meditate or often if you're trying to meditate without a mindful minutes episode or without a guided meditation, you're just trying to, you know, sit and quiet the mind. And I'll hear from a lot of you that anxiety comes up. And so that's why I want to use it for this particular episode because I know that it applies to a lot of us. But really think about it as, you know, if you can explore something in the safe, controlled environment of your meditation practice, it's giving you skills and tools so that you'll be able to navigate those same kind of feelings in an uncontrolled environment like the everyday life that we are all living. So let's dive into the nitty gritty of how you actually do this. How do you meditate and sit with uncomfortable emotions? So the first thing that you're going to do is you're going to name the emotion. So what is it? feel it? Is it just anxiety? Is it a little bit deeper or more complex? Like, is it a fear of losing control? Or is it a worry about something specific? Like, what is it really? That's the first thing that you're going to do. Next, you're going to tune into where you're feeling it in your body and where you're having like a physiological response to this feeling. So does it appear in your breath? Are you breathing quickly or have a shallow breath or is your chest tight or your stomach clenching or is it something else? So tune into like, where do I feel this in my body? Then you're going to think about what about emotionally or mentally? So what thoughts are going through your mind? Is there another emotion that's present too? And you don't have to sit with it for too long. Like you don't have to sit there and just let yourself like suffer and sit with the uncomfortable for forever for a really long time because that's just doesn't necessarily serve us all that well so just do this enough where you can really tune in and be present and feel it and name it then once you've done these things this is where you start working towards some relief so ask yourself what would make you feel better right now or what do you need you'll just have to trust yourself on this one so try not to second guess it You'll just ask yourself, like, what would make this feel better? And there's no right or wrong answer to this. Is it I need to start slowing down my breath? Or maybe do you need to hear a specific mantra like I am safe or I am grounded or I am present? Do you need to feel a light shining down on you from the universe that shines onto your chest to soften it and remove the tightness? Do you need to feel a hug from a spirit guide or an angel? Do you need to physically move your body? Do you need to ask your soul for some help or guidance? Do you just need a good cry? Like, what is it? What do you need right now? What will help alleviate this unpleasant feeling? And again, don't second guess what comes to you. I think we're so quick to overthink it or to be like, oh, why did that come into my mind? Like, that's kind of weird. Don't do that to yourself. Just be kind to yourself and whatever pops up in your mind, just give it a try and then start doing that thing. So you could visualize the hug or start slowing down your breathing. Maybe you begin repeating a mantra that you like or need to hear or imagine that light shining down on you. Whatever it is, quiet the mind, get into that meditative place and visualize whatever it is kind of intuitively you feel like will help to alleviate that feeling 
right now. Just tune inward and give yourself what you need. And just from personal experience doing this with a lot of students, one of the top reasons people struggle with this meditation is one, because, you know, it's it's not pleasant at first. It, it will get more pleasant, I promise, as you work on it. But when you're first like naming it and sitting with the emotion just for a little bit, I mean, that's not pleasant because you're consciously sitting with something that isn't pleasant or doesn't feel good or can feel uncomfortable. And I get that. But I would say the second reason people struggle with this meditation is because they're second guessing it. So they'll be like, oh, well, what color should that light be that's shining down on me? Or am I doing this like the right way? Or is it weird that I want to hear this mantra or all sorts of different things. And just try your best to not get swept up in this. Just feel it, name it, tune in, ask what you need, and then give yourself what you need for your meditation practice. And when you're working with your mind and your soul and your feelings, that will be a completely different and unique experience for each person. And what you may need for your meditation will be different than what I need or what someone else's need, you know, may need. And your feelings and experiences will be completely unique to you, which is why it's so important not to overthink it. There's no one particular way to soothe your soul or comfort yourself during tough times. Just trust your intuition on on this one. And that can really be the hardest part. But that's really what you need to do is just ask yourself, like, you know, once you've really identified what it is that you're feeling, like what would feel good or what would bring some relief to that? And then just start visualizing or meditating on that thing. And our souls and our feelings are completely unique. And so we'll all need something a little bit different. So just trust your gut on this one. And the thing that I think is so great about this is that when you experience these feelings outside in the world, you can do this same thing to help bring yourself some comfort. So you absolutely could be out in a, you know, out in a meeting and you start feeling anxious. In your head, you can repeat the mantra that you used for your meditation, or you could visualize that hug coming from a guide or an angel, or you could just work on slowing down your breath. And when you explore this in that controlled, safe setting of your meditation practice, that's what I mean by then gaining the tools to use it in your everyday life as you go through, you know, your day-to-day experiences on earth. And so if you can use these tools and explore anxiety or sadness or anything else that you want to explore and be able to manage during your everyday life, start with it in the safe setting of your meditation practice. And then once you find something that starts to bring you relief to those feelings during your meditation practice, Take that into your everyday life. Use these things when these feelings pop up in your day-to-day life. So that's how you can use meditation to navigate a specific unpleasant emotion or feeling. And again, I just use anxiety as an example, but you could use this for anything. I personally use this a lot when I'm finding myself experiencing frustration. When I'm frustrated, I really notice that I get a little bit, well, not a little bit, I get a lot snappy. (laughs) I get snappy. I am short with people. I get a little flustered and grumpy. And, you know, when I notice this in myself, that's when I'm like, okay, Kelly, like frustration's really keeping it, creeping in. 
and I sit with it in my meditation. I will sit with it. I'll name it. I'll ask, what am I really frustrated about? And then for me, I really find just some slowing down of my breath and placing my hands on my chest and letting the warmth of my hands kind of melt away some of that frustration and then replacing it with gratitude for me personally works really well. But if you're working with frustration, it probably will look different for you. And that's okay too. The second thing that I wanted to really dive into and dig into is different meditation techniques and ideas that you can use when you're going through something tough. It may not be a specific feeling that you want to sit with and navigate through, but you may be doing, you know, you may just be going through like a loss or a breakup or a big life shift, or maybe you're questioning a belief that you held for a long time, or you're just not feeling fulfilled in your job, or maybe you're just growing and changing, which is leading to some discomfort. That's one that I feel like I've been sitting with, I don't know, just more recently, like sitting with this idea of like, okay, I know that I'm changing and that, you know, I'm evolving and I'm becoming a different person in a way, I I hope for the better. But, you know, I imagine that trees, when they're growing and taking up more space and shedding leaves and growing new ones, like that that's probably uncomfortable for them too. So, you know, if you're feeling that way, that's, you know, just what I've kind of been going through a little bit too. And maybe you're just kind of being like that tree that needs to stretch out for some sunlight, or maybe you're being tested with some wind to help make your roots deeper and stronger. I I don't know. I've been thinking a lot about lessons I can learn from trees. I don't know what that says about me, but you know, that's just, just for whatever reason, that's been on my mind a lot. So what can you do during these times when things are just hard or not ideal or you're going through a change or you've just been given just a raw deal? Like, what do you do? So one practice that you can do is meditate to connect to the true self. The true self, and I I have coming up soon a full true self episode because I want to dive deep into that too. But the true self, this is your inner compass. This is your true north. And you may feel alone, but also remember before I say this, you're never alone because you have me, guys, I promise. So you may feel alone, but you're actually never alone because you have you and you have your true self. When I made that shift in my mind of like, oh my gosh, I feel so alone. But I was like, I'm never alone because I have me and I have my true self. I have my soul. Like I always have that to keep me company. I don't know if that resonates with anyone else, but for me, that was like a huge shift that I made. And when you're meditating, you can sit and visualize your soul or imagine that you're going for a walk with your true self or just talk to the true self, like sit and be. And this can help. Being connected to your true self, it never makes things worse. But remember that the true self It's not just about talking and asking. It's also about listening to. So sitting and being with the true self, you can ask for guidance, you can sit and listen, and you can try to connect to like that inner compass and that, you know, deepest, most authentic self when you're meditating. That can really help bring some comfort when you're going through a tough time. Another practice is you can ask for guidance. So similar but different, which is try asking for help or guidance when you meditate. So the way you do this is you just quiet your mind, you become still, and then you ask for help. So wherever you need it or however you believe it will come, you can ask the universe, you can ask your guides, you can ask angels, you could ask God, you could, whatever it is that you believe in, whoever or whatever feels right to ask for help. You know, I just, my personal belief is that 
you can ask for help, you know, I think the devil is in the details in a way. And so if you're like, oh, I don't know, should I ask this person or should I ask that thing or this or that or whatever, just whatever intuitively feels good, like where you feel like the help will come from or someone or something that you feel like can help, like it's worth an ask, right? Try asking for help when you need it. And sometimes you may, this happened to me sometimes where I'm asking, you know, my guides or someone else, I have a certain um, relative that has since passed that I just feel like helps to support me, especially in the motherhood space. Um, and sometimes I ask for her help, but also sometimes like when I meditate and asking for help, like a name will pop into my head of someone that is still earthbound that I'm just like, oh my gosh, you're right. Like I should ask that person. So guidance can come in really interesting sort of mysterious ways. So just quiet your mind, make the ask and listen without expectations to see if an answer comes. And you might be surprised and Remember, don't overthink it. You don't need to be really set on like how the answer will come. The universe can be really subtle, but it can also sometimes just like take the answer and the help and like slam it into your face at the same time. But try asking for guidance if you need it and and it'll come. I believe that if you open your heart and you have the best intentions and you ask for help and guidance that in one way or another, it'll come to you. Another practice that you can do is meditate on the feeling or the emotion that you need. So when you're going through tough times, think about what you need or the opposite of what you're experiencing that's uncomfortable and then meditate on that. So for example, if you're feeling sadness, maybe meditate and imagine that there is joy being planted in your heart or that you have unconditional love surrounding you. Or maybe you're scared, so you imagine courage is being ignited within you and that makes you feel brave and strong. Again, don't overthink it. Just think about like what is the opposite of what I'm experiencing right now or something that I need and then use your imagination to then cultivate that within you. Um, The fourth and final practice that you could try when you're having a tough time is to meditate on acceptance. So sometimes we just need to ride the wave of life and put one foot in front of the other, meditating and sitting with what is happening at the moment and recognizing it as temporary can help with acceptance. And every day will not be a bad day, but just try sitting with the here and now and maybe incorporate a mantra like, I accept where I am today, or this moment will pass and brighter days are ahead. Something like that or something else that resonates. And I know it's not a very like sexy answer, but sometimes things are just not great. And we have to accept that. And often once we have accepted that, then we're able to look at the situation with a little bit more clarity and maybe find some of the answers that we are looking for. So that's an idea too on another practice you could use when you're meditating and things are less than ideal. So that is it. That is all I have for you for this episode. This is just some ideas on how you can meditate when things are hard. I hope this helped you. Maybe it gave you something to think about or gave you some inspiration for meditation practices that you can use when things are tough and know that I am sending you so much love. And I hope that wherever you are today, that something wonderful happens to you. And don't forget that I care about you and I'm thinking of you and that we are all sharing this planet together. So let's try to help each other out and be kind. And that is all I have for you. And I hope you have just a wonderful, awesome day. And thank you so much for listening and letting me share what I love.